When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Kylie Camps, owner of the kind parenting company, wife, proud mom of twin boys and happiness advocate. This podcast is a place for women who want more from life. It's your time to cultivate more self-care, compassion, happiness, love, and confidence. Let's have real conversations to help you feel better, choose better, and live your best life. Welcome to episode 41. This podcast is brought to you today by Nutra Organics. I am a massive fan of Nutra Organics products. I religiously use their collagen build every single day in my tea and coffee, and I also use their protein powders as well for the whole family. They have an amazing product called Thriving Powder, which is safe for little ones. And if you have fussy eaters, this can be a fantastic way to get some nutrients into them without them necessarily being aware of it. So definitely check out the range, NutraOrganics.com, and please use my discount code Kylie15 to save 15% off the entire range. While you're on their website, be sure to check out Collagen Build because you're going to love it. As long as you're not a vegan, this is a product that you can get into your day super easily and it has so many wonderful benefits, including added protein, boosting your skin's elasticity, gut health, nail health, so many other things. Check it out. Now let's get stuck into the episode. This episode is a solo episode and I want to speak with you about giving yourself permission to stop being the gatekeeper of your own pleasure. So really it's about giving yourself permission to enjoy life that little bit more. For some reason or another, I can't help but notice that as women collectively, we often struggle to prioritize our own pleasure. And that comes in so many different areas of life. But today I want to speak with you about prioritizing your right to really enjoy things just a little bit more. Now, the definition of pleasure is the state or feeling of being pleased or gratified. And like I said, that can apply to so many different areas of our life. But today, I really want to encourage you to just notice the ways in which you are being that gatekeeper to your own joy and own happiness and self-sabotaging yourself from not accessing that part of life that is so important. It's so easy and comfortable and familiar to put yourself last. And one of the reasons that it is so comfortable and familiar is that a lot of us didn't grow up with parents, in particular mothers, who really did prioritize their own self-care and wellness. So it's a foreign concept to us to tap into it. And that's why it can feel a little bit prickly and a bit difficult. And so many of us feel as though we have to be a martyr. 
Like it's part of our duty to put ourselves last and everyone else first. And that can be admirable, but when we do that, we really do run the risk of burning out. And when we burn out, one of the first things that we are going to feel is resentment. And when resentment creeps into our life, and I've spoken about this before, but when resentment creeps into our life, holy moly, that is a dangerous state to be in. It affects everything negatively. Your relationship with your significant other, with your children, just in the community in general, and the relationship that you have with yourself. So today, I just want to share with you a couple of ways, I guess, that you can start to reframe adding more pleasure to your day and get out of your own way. Women really do, in particular, have a hard time staying focused and attending to their own pleasure because really we are socialized and we are brought up to channel our energy to support other people's pleasures and not our own. And like I said, it can be a beautiful thing, but it can also be dangerous. So some of the negatives of putting pleasure into someone else's hands is the fact that we are then relinquishing our own control and we're relying on someone else. And, you know, there are times and spaces in life when we need to rely on someone and that's a great thing. It's a gift to be able to rely on someone. But at the end of the day, if you're tying up your own happiness in someone else's hands or you're willing someone else to do the work for you and to prioritize your joy, guess what? It's way too much freaking pressure for them and they won't be able to do it. It's the same with tying all your happiness up into your children. Yes, Your children can be a source of happiness, but they cannot be your only source of happiness. It's way too much pressure on their little shoulders and they're not going to be able to live up to that and it's unfair. It's the same with your partner. Don't wait for your partner to be the one to give you permission to look after you. I know so many women and I have personally been in this situation to myself where I would just really want my partner to be like, this is what you need to do and facilitate it. And of course, there would be times when that would happen. But what I would find is I would then kind of, I was going to use the term poo-poo, I probably need to think of a better term, kind of minimize that. I'll give you an example. I remember a couple of years ago, we were on holidays where we live now and Matt would say to me, why don't you get up and go for a beach walk? And I would find every single reason why I shouldn't do that. And I would insist that he would go. So I I would say to him, no, no, like I won't go. It's better if I'm here when the kids wake up. I'm okay. I'm happy to sit and read my book. You go, you get more out of it. Like you don't get to go for a surf all the time. So you go. And I would flip the script and turn it around to make sure that he was going and getting something in for his own self-care. But really what I wanted to do was say, thank you, I would love that, and take the opportunity to go. And it was a real moment of realizing that I was self-sabotaging. And I can remember we had that exact dialogue happen. He would say, go and do something for yourself. And I would say, no, no, you go. I'm fine. I'm fine. And again, it's playing the martyr. It's being that person that believes that they have to suffer to be worthy. You know, suffering um, is such a broad term. So obviously suffering lightly, I mean, but 
by putting his needs first. And it wasn't that he, it wasn't about him, it was me doing it. And so I had that moment of realizing, wow, I'm doing this to myself. And then I turned around and I said, you know what? I am. I'm actually going to go for a walk. And it was so empowering to put myself back in the driver's seat. And I think so many women do that. I know women in my life do that. We we just want someone else to do the work for us because for some reason it feels too hard, it feels too selfish, too uncomfortable to really allow yourself that joy. And so I want you to think about it. Are there opportunities in your day where you are self-sabotaging? This could be a really great question to ask yourself. Grab a pen and paper and write it down. What ways am I self-sabotaging? What are the ways that I'm limiting myself from tapping into more joy and happiness? And just jot it down because becoming aware of it and seeing it written down and really thinking about it is an unlock. Because if you keep pushing it to the side and not addressing it, you're going to stay stuck in that cycle, that vicious habit of putting yourself last. And once you identify the ways in which you are doing that, The next question is a little more uncomfortable, and that is asking yourself, why? Why are you doing that? What is the belief system behind that? Does it go back to childhood and realizing that your parents didn't really tap into their own self-care? Is it just a habit? Is there something going on where you don't feel worthy? And why is that? It's a really uncomfortable question to ask yourself, but it's so important to get clear. So we need to know the how, what are the ways that you're stopping yourself and why are you stopping yourself? And once you have some clarity on that, the next part is the fun part. It's the how am I going to get more pleasure into my day? It is not about okay, I need to completely change my life. It's not going, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to run away to a desert island and be in silence because it's time for me to own my joy. No, it's about looking at your life and going, okay, realistically, how am I going to tap into more pleasure? How am I going to get out of my own way? Because you could have this grand plan of I'm going to flip my life 180 and I'm going to make all these changes and that's wonderful, you know, more power to you. But I want to be very realistic in transforming your days with small changes, with modifying your habits and your belief system. Because at the end of the day, and I've said this before, our lives are just the sum of our days. So if we can improve our day, We can improve our whole life one day at a time, which I think is just so exciting. So think about it. How can I get more pleasure into my day? Now, if you've listened to my first episode of the podcast, you will know I'm a really big fan of making lists and in particular, listing out the things that make you feel happy and committing to doing a few of those things each and every day. Definitely jump back to episode one if you've not listened to it. I don't want to cover the same stuff again and bore you, but if you can write out a list of how you're going to add more pleasure to your day 
and be mindful of it and then create an action plan. And I'll go a little deeper into that. It's really going to make the biggest difference to you and your family as well. So listing out a couple of ways that you can get more joy into your life. As simple as taking a moment to be really mindful when you wake up and running through some of the things that you're super grateful for. It's so simple. Even setting your phone clock, your timer for two minutes, 120 seconds. I know that you are busy. I get it. But even 120 seconds, if you hide in the bathroom, two minutes of really breathing and mentally or physically listing out 10 things that you're deeply grateful for. And it doesn't have to be huge. It can be, you know what? I'm I'm just going to go down this path because you might be in the bathroom doing this. I'm so grateful that we have an amazing sewage system in Australia. I'm so grateful to be able to feel the floor under my feet. I'm grateful that my body works for me. Just really putting yourself into that state first thing in the morning is a game changer. You don't have to do 20 minutes of meditation. If you can, amazing. But if you can't, just give yourself 120 seconds to be deeply grateful. That's a really great place to start. Then it's allowing more pleasure into your day in the way that you start your day. What feels good for you? Is it having a cup of peppermint tea outside in the breeze? Is it jumping on a phone call with a girlfriend? Is it snuggling up to your partner or your children? It's really enjoying those little moments and surrendering to how delicious they can be. Being mindful. Something that I love is that one of the boys in particular likes to hold my hand when we walk down the stairs. And it would be really easy for me to keep my phone in my other hand and be looking at my phone. And like, I'm, I'm human, I've definitely done that. But something that I'm being so much more mindful of is when he puts his little hand in mine, how effortless that is for him and how it feels for me. I've always said one of my most favorite things about being a mum is how your children effortlessly weave into your body. It's their home. You know, like, I, I don't know if you can relate to this. I'm sure you can, but just the way that your kids can come over and sit on your lap without even thinking twice about it. And I know there is the flip side to that of sometimes you just feel like, oh my gosh, I just want um, my own autonomy over my body and I don't want little people slipping their arms around me and stuff like that. Like you can definitely have days where you're just tapped the frick out and you don't want people touching you. But what I'm saying is there are these delicious, special little moments that you can really tap into and realize how unique and fleeting they are. So for me, that's of a morning when I can slide, when my little guy slides his hand into mine and we walk down the stairs and I just give it a little squeeze. That's pleasure for me. That's really enjoyable. And it's only, you know, a fleeting couple of seconds, but it would be easy to miss. Then there are other ways that you can bring more joy into your life. Is it blasting the music when you're making breakfast and school lunches? Is it a quick game of hide and seek with your kids? There's just so many different ways that you can bring a little more joy into your day when you make it a priority. And so that's what I'm asking you to do. Make it a priority. 
the one thing that you're going to do each day is to seek out more joy and more happiness and squeeze it in wherever you can. Is it choosing to drink your morning coffee out of a mug that makes you smile? And when I said that, I just automatically thought of, I don't know if you've seen these mugs, but there's these really cool mugs you can get that have like women's breasts on the front and they're just quirky, but I want to get one because I think that would really make me smile. And it's giving yourself permission to have those things in your day that build a little more self-worth. It's not necessarily about going out and spending a fortune on yourself, but it is about going, I'm a worthy part of this family too, and I matter. I'm not going to put myself last and neglect myself because I have some weird belief that that's what a mum should do. No, I'm going to change the script up because I have children who are looking at me and you're a role model. If you're a parent, you're a role model whether you like it whether you're aware of it or not, you are modeling how to live. Freaking scary. So showing your kids that it's important to prioritize themselves and fill up their own cup first is a wonderful gift. It's a wonderful symptom, a side effect of just filling your own cup. It's something that will just happen naturally. It's just going to be a byproduct of you prioritizing your own joy and what an amazing gift to give your children. So little things. For me, it's the feeling of sand under my bare feet. I love that every day. If I can get to that, amazing. And that might not be realistic for you, but maybe it's a super soft, buttery throw blanket that you just love to wrap around yourself and you read poetry from a book or you play an online game. It's little things, you know, even for me, a new habit that I have is just pulling an angel card every morning and it takes five seconds, but I love it. It's like just a little way of honoring how I want to start my day and taking a moment to pause and reflect. And it's so minute. It's teeny tiny, but it makes a big difference for thousands of years. As a society, as a whole, there seems to be a predisposition for women to be inclined to make themselves feel small, feel invisible, feel insignificant. And I hate it. I hate it. And there is so much to unpack on that topic. There's so many things we could discuss in terms of, you know, the pay gap, why it is that women do have that predisposition to make themselves feel small at times, but we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. I don't know enough on the topic, but all I know is as a generation of parents, we need to claim back our right to feel happier and to take up space as women. You have a right in your own home to feel amazing Now, for some women, you'll be going, well, of course, and you might have that autonomy and that ownership of your own home, and that's awesome. But I also know that there are going to be women listening who have felt like they don't have a right in their house to own more space. It can happen if you are no longer working and you feel as though you're not financially contributing, that you don't want to use resources on yourself. You might not feel entitled to use money, to spend money on yourself. And I can understand that. And that can be a really 
really tricky topic. And if that's how you feel, if you find it really prickly to tip into, to tap into, excuse me, the financial side of things to give yourself permission for those resources, or there might be some other reasons surrounding that, really focusing on, okay, why? Why do I have that belief system? And what can I do that doesn't involve money? So it is giving yourself more permission to have more pleasure and joy and happiness in a different capacity without needing any extra resources. And what will happen is there'll be a ripple effect. You'll start to feel that little bit better, that little bit brighter, that bit more confident, building more self-worth, and that will help you to feel a little more entitled in other areas as well, because you are entitled. And again, this is a whole other whole other topic that perhaps we should do a podcast on speaking specifically to partners who feel, you know, that their non-financial contributions aren't as important as financial contribute financial contributions because they certainly are and you certainly matter. But anyway, today's episode, what I want you to take from it is when am I being a gatekeeper to my own pleasure? Why am I doing that? That's the uncomfortable one. And how am I going to add more joy into my every single day? What habits do I need to put into place to change this? Habits are so important. So writing out a couple of habits that you're going to really, really work on and make a priority. You matter. And like I said, you have the right to tap into more pleasure in your everyday life in so many different areas. So I'm going to leave you with those three big questions. I want you to reflect on them. I want you to journal on them, think about it and act. Sometimes you have to act your way into thinking. So it's just about doing those habits first sometimes. But anyway, I will leave you with that. I really hope you've enjoyed this solo episode. As always, it makes my absolute day if you take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram stories, and that way I can share it on mine too. And it means, it just means a lot to me. So if you've ever taken anything from these podcasts that have been helpful for you, I would super appreciate if you share the podcast with your community. Have an amazing day and I'll talk with you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.